Welcome to Passion Church. For more information about Passion Church, please visit us online at www.passionchurch.tv. Now let's join the service already in progress. Well, good morning, Passion Church. We're so glad that you're here. I wish that you could see what I can see, but I'm glad you can't smell what I can smell. The fumes are still pretty strong in here, but we are so excited about all the hard work that's taken place this past week. You are going to be blown away when you see it in person. We're so excited. Well, we've been in our Unlock series. I made this statement a couple of weeks ago. I want to repeat it to you um, this morning that an unlocked door is just as strong and just as restrictive as a locked door if you don't know that it's unlocked. All you gotta do is just go online, uh, you gotta Google uh, stupid criminals in failed bank robberies. It's hilarious to watch them as they push through the door, they enter the bank, they tell the teller they're gonna rob them, the teller pushes the panic button, the window drops on the teller, and the criminals freak out and they run to the same door and now they try to push their way back through and what they discover is they can't push their way through a door they should have pulled. The door was unlocked the whole time and they get trapped. And so that's a mirror for us if we don't know that the power that the Holy Spirit is unlocked for us is unlocked then a lot of times we go through life fighting for things that are already unlocked for us as if they're locked. And so I said that the Holy Spirit was given to us by Jesus for power. And we talked about the fact that it's not just power for witnessing, although it is for witnessing, that's not the only part of the power that we've been given. And so last week we talked about the fact that the Holy Spirit was given to us to give us power to pray. And so we've been in this 14 days of prayer together and uh, to, today is seven days in and I hope you've been praying um, as we've tried to do every day this week and continue as we move towards Miracle Sunday next Sunday. But I want to go one step further because I need you to understand that just because the door's been unlocked, if you don't know that it's unlocked and you're not operating in the power that's been given to us, then we're missing out. We're acting as if the door's locked. And so this morning, I want to tell you another piece of the power that the Holy Spirit has given us. And that is this, the Holy Spirit unlocks gifts so that we can take our place in the body. So let me give you some scripture. Romans chapter 12. We're going to look at uh, several statements that Paul makes about how the Holy Spirit gifts us. In Romans chapter 12 verse 6 it says this. In his grace God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. Then in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 Paul deals with giftings a bunch. He says this in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 4. There are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same spirit is the source of them all. In verse 7, he says, a spiritual gift is given to each of us so that we can help each other. Then in verse 11, he said, it is the one and only spirit who distributes all these gifts. He alone decides who uh, or which gift each person should have. And then in verse 18, finally he says, but our bodies have many parts and God has just put, has, has put each part um, just where he wants it. And so I just need you to understand that the Holy Spirit gives us this power to uh, find our place. He's giving us gifts to find our place in the body. So let me say a couple things about that. The Holy Spirit unlocks gifts for each of us 
for someone else. There are no exceptions. There are no, nobody watching today, listening to me today, nobody missed out on the gift line. Every one of us have been given spiritual gifts by the Holy Spirit. You are gifted. You are anointed by the Holy Spirit. The, the, the Holy Spirit isn't unlocked in us so that we can have good services. The Holy Spirit's not unlocked in us so that we can get goosebumps. The Holy Spirit is not unlocked in us so that we can uh, feel all spiritual. The Holy Spirit has been unlocked in us to serve and help someone else. I think that too many of us are not only robbing ourselves from, fulfill, uh, from uh, fulfillment in our lives through the power of the Holy Spirit, at the, at the same token, if we're not operating in the gifts that have been unlocked for us, we're not only robbing us, we're also robbing people who need the gift inside of us if we don't access the Holy Spirit power to use those gifts. See, I think one of the biggest um, issues in the church today is gift evasion. In other words, uh, we, don't, we don't have a gift shortage. What we have in the church today is we have a gift evasion. Too many of us are either ignoring the gifts that are in us or we're refusing to utilize the, uh, the gifts in us. We may be even oblivious to the fact that the Holy Spirit has gifted us. And so then what happens is we, we constantly hear people say stuff like this. That's not my gift. And so my pushback on that is this, is if we're in a conversation and we're talking about a particular area of ministry or service and you go, that's not my gift, that's fine. But I think what we've done is we, that, that concept of it not being our gift, has we've allowed that to turn into permission to not use a gift anywhere. And so if that isn't your gift, then there must be a gift somewhere in the body, some area of the body where God wants you to serve. So not being gifted in one area is not permission to conclude that you're not gifted in another area. So it's our responsibility then. We have a responsibility to not only pinpoint our gift, and we do that through uh, trial and error. We do that through testing. We do that through confirmation of mature believers that say to us, hey, that, that's an area I can see you're gifted in. It's our responsibility, though, to pinpoint that gift in our life. Not, not just one time. We keep doing that until the day that we die and we go to be with Jesus. So I want you to do this. If you're watching me this morning in a group, maybe in your living room, maybe you're still in your pajamas in the bed, uh, but there's somebody, uh, your family members are there, or maybe you're, uh, maybe you're by yourself. doesn't really matter. If you're with somebody, I want you to turn to them and say, I'm gifted. I want you to say it with just a little bit of swag, just a little bit of attitude. I am gifted. Uh, maybe if you're watching by yourself in the comment section, you could just put the, the, the statement, I'm gifted. Because although that may sound arrogant, the truth is, is that it is absolutely scriptural. You are gifted. And if there's a little arrogance wrapped up in that, don't worry. The Holy Spirit will deal with that arrogance, I promise you. But I just need you to come to a conclusion that you have been gifted to help someone else. The second thing I want to tell you is this. The Holy Spirit unlocks the right gift for us. If the biggest issue in the body is gift evasion, then I think the second biggest issue in the body is this, gift envy. I think a lot of times what happens is, is we become envious of other gifts around us. I want you to notice what Paul said. He said this, he says that the Holy Spirit alone distributes and decides who gets what gift. In other words, I don't get to vote. I didn't get to vote about the gifts that God gave me. You don't get to vote about the, the gifts that God gave me. And you don't get to vote about the, God, the gifts that God gave you. I don't get to vote 
on your giftings. So the Holy Spirit d- does that. And, and yet so many of us are experienced gift envy. So we, we won't even use the gifts that God has given us because we are so focused on the other gifts out there that we're attracted to. I've discovered that it's usually the gifts that get all the accolades, all the attention, all the applause. And so often the gift that, that we've been given, we overlook that wishing we had somebody else's gift. So we go around doing stuff like this. I wished I could sing like he can sing. And the entire time that he's singing, he's saying, I wished I could love like he loves. Or maybe a lady's going, man, I wished I wished I could play the piano like she plays the piano. And while she's playing the piano, she's thinking, man, I wished I had the gift of faith that this other lady has. It's all wrapped up in envy. And because we're envious of one another's gifts, we don't utilize the gift, the, 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 the right gift that was unlocked for us. So gift envy results in this, gift erosion. So we fall in one of three categories usually. We're either evading our gift, we're envious of somebody else's gift, and that leads us to be uh, our gift eroding. We're not developing it as we should. So I, I, I you know, I... I, um, I think we just need to focus on the fact that the Holy Spirit has given us the right gifts. So if I'm envious of your gift, then what happens is, is I won't develop the gift that I have been given to the degree that I should. And so I'll be standing on the sidelines trying to develop some gift that I was never intended to develop in the first place. And so we waste our gift. That's why Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, that the body is made up of valuable, a, a, a variety, nece- uh, necessary, um, it's a variety of necessary parts, and every part is valuable. I'll say that again. Every part is valuable. Every part is valuable, including yours. Uh, in Proverbs, the wisest man that ever lived, in chapter 18, verse 16, makes this statement. He says, a man's gift makes room for him. Your gift positions you. So we're talking about the Holy Spirit giving you the right gift. Your gift positions you. Somebody else's gift does not position you. Your gift positions you. Our own gift positions us. So you know you're in the right lane. You know you're headed in the right direction. You know that the power of the Holy Spirit's been unlocked in you and your giftings. When, when this happens, your gift begins to make room for you. You don't have to push your way in. You don't have to beat the door down. You don't have to pull strings. The Holy Spirit opens up doors because he's given you the right gift for that situation. So I want to say this very strongly to you today. You have been gifted and you've been gifted right. It's not a mistake that the Holy Spirit has unlocked certain things in you. He's given those right gifts to you for the right reason. And then finally, uh, I want to tell you that the Holy Spirit unlocks excellent gifts excellent gifts. God says in his word that he's given us different gifts, listen to this, for doing certain things well. Certain things well. You need to find out what those things are and do them. If you don't do the things that you do well, then you're out of place. And if you're out of place, that means you're also keeping someone else out of their appropriate place. So, So we've got to find the things that we've been given, the gifts that we've been given that we can do well. So if scripture tells us 
that God has given us gifts that allow us to do certain things well, then I must also come to this conclusion, stay here with me logically, we got to conclude that if he's given us certain gifts to do things well, that means there are also some things we don't do well, right? And so I think we've got to understand that it isn't that we can't do them, it's just that we can't do them well. And I think a lot of us spend our time trying to do things that we don't do well, and in the process, we keep other people who can do them well misplaced because we're taking up that spot. So we said our gift positions us, but let me just develop that one step further. I want to say it like this. Our prepared gift positions us. We must prepare the gift that the Holy Spirit has given us so that we can do what he's told us to do with excellence. The Holy Spirit didn't give you some shoddy, half-hearted, scraping the bottom of the barrel, pray for me while I sing kind of gift. You know, uh, I'm just going to be straight up with you. If I, I'm not telling you that we shouldn't pray for you while you're singing so that you're effective. But if we got to pray for you while you sing, asking God to work a miracle on the spot in your life because you can't carry a tune in the bucket, then maybe we've discovered that that's not your gifting. We ought to take the microwave, microphone away from you and pray this. God help my hearing because they're about to kill me because they can't sing worth a lick, right? We don't want to do that. What we want you to do is we want you to serve in an area where you've been gifted to do that well. Excel somewhere. He, he's given us and given you, given me excellent gifts for excellence. That requires you to not only to discover your gift, but you also must develop your gift. Don't deploy your gift and then develop it. Get the order right. If you practice with the rock, David, a giant will show up. That, that's what we got to do. We're developing our gift and we're allowing our gift to position us so that when the opportunity comes, we serve with excellence. Why do you think Paul was such an effective um, mouthpiece for the gospel? It's because before he ever met Jesus, before Jesus ever knocked him off his high horse and called him into ministry, he was developing his ability to write and communicate. So then when he has an encounter with Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit is unlocked in his life, he can write effectively and teach effectively because he's developed the gift and he does it with excellence. He was preparing that gift. So if we're going to use our gift, then let's use it well. Let's use it to the very best of the ability God has given us. Let's get the right gift in the right place so that we can help someone else. Here's the bottom line. The Holy Spirit is a placeholder. In the body, he is holding a place for each and every one of us. There, if, no one is left out of the mix. No one is sitting over in the corner and we say, well, the Holy Spirit wants to use everybody else but them. No, every person in the body has been empowered by the Holy Spirit to serve so that we help somebody else so that we utilize the right gifts and so that we serve with excellence. So I just want to encourage you this morning, serve well, serve with excellence, represent God and the power of the Holy Spirit that he's given us well, and let's do the best that we can possibly do. I want to pray for you. Um, I want to remind you that we're heading into Miracle Sunday week. In fact, this Thursday night, 
At 7 o'clock here at the church, we're going to have a praise and worship night to position ourselves. But one of the things that we're doing is we're taking up prayer requests. We've handed out these little cards on Sundays. They're just blank on the back. This one actually has one of uh, a prayer request on it already. And we're just asking you to compile those prayer requests and bring them with you on Thursday. We're going to throw them up on the platform. And then on Sunday morning, this next Sunday morning, a week from today, we're going to pray over those as we pray over people in the building. But I want to pray for you this morning and ask the Holy Spirit to unlock the gift that's in you, the right gift. No more gift envy. No more gift evasion. No more gift erosion. We step up and we serve where he's called us to serve and we do it with everything that's within us. Father, we're thankful for your word. I'm thankful that you've gifted us all. We thank you that you've unlocked the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives to not just witness, although we want to do that. We are also thankful that you've empowered us to pray and we're thankful that you've empowered us to find our place in the body to help somebody else. Let us find the right gift, the one that, that you picked. You picked it for us. You gave it to us. I pray that we wouldn't be envious. I pray that we wouldn't evade our gifting. I pray that we wouldn't let our gifts erode and sit on a shelf uh, for some other day. I pray that we would get in the mix and we would do everything that you've called us to do. We would figure it out. We would pinpoint it. We would take chances. We would try some things. We would do spiritual gifts tests. We would ask spiritual counselors and mentors in our life to confirm the giftings in us. And when we figure out what our gift is, we would do it to the very best of our ability for your glory, for your honor, and so that we can help people accomplish your will and purpose in their life. Thank you for Passion Church and our family here. Just pray you'd bless us this week as we prepare for our night of prayer. And we are entering this week with a spirit of expectation, believing that you're going to produce miracles in the lives of your people. And for that, we give you glory and honor. Thank you for joining me this morning. I appreciate you being part of Passion, watching us online. So thankful for the folks that worked so hard this week to get the sanctuary uh, redone. And again, we're looking forward to Thursday night when you're going to see it for yourself. God bless you. We'll see you soon. It's been a privilege to have you join us for this time of ministry. To find more Passion Church resources or to make a donation online, visit www.passionchurch.tv. Remember, you can't live without passion.